It is that time of day to get the view normally from Victoria with the Vancouver Suns, Vaughn Palmer. Vaughn is here with us now, but with a much different view this morning. And good morning, Jill, and greetings from Prince George in the heart of British Columbia. Very nice. How's it going? How are things in Prince George? Uh, Things are great. Uh, I'm on a panel discussion on BC politics this morning with Simi, uh, so that's why she's not, that's why you're doing her show, and with Keith Baldry. So uh, we're going to talk BC politics in person at the BC Chamber of Commerce Annual Convention. And Jill, it's the first time we've done it in person for three years. So pandemic is behind us. Chance to talk about politics uh, with the uh, Chamber of Commerce, I'm told. Of course, I'm so shy and self-effacing, I would never uh, say this myself. But I'm told that our panel discussion and annual feature at the Chamber of Commerce is uh, the most anticipated event of a convention. So I am expected we will get an awful lot of questions about the state of affairs in B.C. politics in a little over an hour. Mm, Very interesting. So do you know what the questions are about? Do you get that ahead of time? Or or what do you think is... No, Jill, but I think it's a pretty good guess that this museum thing is going to come up. I mean, I am struck by this one. The government, of course, has assumed it'll go away. But I'm hearing on your news this morning that it is not going away. You've got, what, parents out in mission protesting at the school out there, the senior secondary school, uh, over the government making a priority of doing the provincial museum instead of their school. So that school out there, a senior secondary school, is like, God, Joe, it's almost as old as I am. (laughs) It's 68 (laughs) years old, and as you might expect, It isn't seismically safe. And the real problem for the NDP here, Joe, is that they promised. They promised during the election they were going to replace it. They not only promised, but they had an event on the lawn of the school. And they said, you know, this is the kind of thing that the bad old B.C. liberals never did. But we're going to replace this school the, propose, the promise to replace it has now been deferred by the education ministry. And we have this wonderful, wonderful statement from the education minister, Jennifer Whiteside. This is not connected. This is not connected to the decision to replace the provincial museum for a billion dollars. It's not as if she would have us believe that the government decided to go ahead with a billion dollars for the museum and killed um, $87 million replacement for the Mission School District. Well, I don't know if there's any listener out there who believes the minister on that issue. I might be able to interest them in, uh, let's see, what could I offer them? Uh, How about a new Massey tunnel or a, uh, let's see, what else we go? An on-budget site C project. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, and uh, interesting when you brought up the age of the school, uh, it's older than the museum as well, which yeah. I'm sure parents will be pointing out. Yeah, and I mean, it's not the only one. Uh, what, David Thompson School in Vancouver, that's seismically unsafe. It uh, was, the Vancouver School Board wanted it replaced, high on their list of priorities. That's been deferred as well. You know, in fact, I see the Vancouver School Board Chair Janet Fraser, and I know she was on NW this week, she's written a letter to the government pointing out there are 4,000 Vancouver school students in the southeast part of the school district that are going to schools that are seismically unsafe. Now, 
you look at the electoral map, the southeast part of the city of Vancouver is entirely represented in the BC legislature by New Democrats. So this is the New Democrats short shorting uh, their own constituents on school reconstruction while saying, oh, the provincial museum is unsafe seismically and we have to do it first, even though some of the schools are more in need and some of the schools are older. And Vaughn, you've covered politics for a good chunk of time. On what planet did did anyone think that the comeback, as you just said, these aren't connected, was going to make this issue go, go away? You know, I think what we're seeing here, Joe, is a function of what happened to politics during the pandemic. We went through two, two and a half years where the pandemic was so dominant for obvious reasons. When am I going to get vaccinated? Do I wear a mask? Uh, What's happening with the schools? What's happening with my job? That it it crowded out everything else. And I think the government still got in the habit of expecting that. Oh, yes, other things will blow up, but it'll go away in a few days. But what's actually happened is, as the, the pandemic has faded as the dominant story, We've had a return of normal politics. The opposition is uh, able to do its job and uh, raising matters and calling the government to account. And the government more and more is getting asked by the public, uh, you know, what about the shortage of doctors? What about the waiting lists in healthcare? What about housing affordability? What about inflation? What about gas prices? And those issues aren't going away anymore because they're real. They're there in front. And people are now saying, okay, well, we kind of, pandemic's behind us, but uh, my kids are going to a school that's not safe, and you say it's more important to replace the provincial museum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going anywhere uh, anytime soon, and uh, Gordon McDonald oh. and I were talking about this uh, mission today. Uh, who knows who's going to be protesting at which school tomorrow? Well, yeah, I mean, I would say that those two, Killarney and uh, David Thompson in Vancouver, which have both been shelved as well, uh, you can imagine people there are concerned. Uh, here's another one, the Olympic Village School. So that's a new school. And the education ministry, the, the school board is saying, you haven't made this a priority either. And by the way, that school was promised during the election as well by uh, the New Democrats. It's not going ahead. And the education ministry is quibbling. They're saying, well, it's not actually deferred. Well, we can argue about the word deferral, but the fact is the Vancouver School Board says there's no interest, apparently, in replacing that school either. There are others, Fernie, uh, over in Victoria. And, of course, districts, Jill, like like Souk, which happens to be in the Premier's riding, are saying they've just gotten no interest in several of their school projects as well. So, no, I don't think this one is going to go away. Uh, As I said, it's hard to figure out the logic of why the government didn't see that this museum issue is going to keep haunting them and coming back. But as I say, maybe the best explanation is they just got used to the fact that there were no other stories that would dog them for very long. And if they just, you know, held fast to their position, um, they wouldn't come back and bite them, except that's not what's happening now. <laughs> no, uh, not at all. Uh, Vaughn, we've got a couple of minutes. So I wanted to ask you as well, this is a story in the Vancouver Sun today uh, about uh, not a whole lot of information, but an RCMP investigation about a data breach and the COVID sick leave program. Yeah, it's very serious, uh, apparently. Well, serious enough that the RCMP is looking into it. So these are allegations still that uh, the government's 
sick leave program that they brought in. So uh, cash for sick leave uh, during COVID-19. There's allegations of fraud that people were collecting the money that weren't entitled to it. There's allegations there as well. There was some kind of data breach in the system. You're right, Jill. We don't know very much about it. My colleague, Katie DeRosa, has a story in The Sun today. And the only reason we know anything about this is because Katie got tipped and checked it out. And they went, oh, yeah, well, they grudgingly confirmed aspects of it. The government has known about this since last December, uh, Katie. They didn't tell any. Oh, sorry, uh, Jill. They didn't tell anybody uh, they've finally admitted or at least acknowledged the issue was out there. And again, we see why, uh, what is it, the Canadian Association of Journalists dubbed this the most secretive government in Canada. <laughs> uh, right. And, and I'm guessing there'll be more to this because we don't mm. know at this point, was there financial information released yeah. uh, that, that uh, somebody has their hands on? It seems like there are a whole lot of questions about this. There are a lot more questions about this than answers so far, and I suppose uh, if you want to get the answers, uh, maybe you'll have to pay 10 bucks <laughs> for an information request to the government, uh, because, of course, that's what they've done as well to discourage the news media and the public from asking too many questions. All right. Uh, lots happening there. Vaughn, enjoy the in-person panel in Prince George. Uh, look forward to hearing more about that, uh, but have a great one up there. Thank you, Jill, and Simi and I will be back together on the radio, and you can get some sleep tomorrow morning. (laughs) (laughs) All right, sounds good. That is Vaughn Palmer with the Vancouver Sun with his view from Victoria, but coming today from Prince George.